Hey everyone, and welcome to the Defining Your Life podcast, where we focus on living in our purpose, practicing presence, and activating our power in each moment. I'm Marsha your resident pep talk provider, and I invite you to join me as we continue to learn, lift each other up, and strive to level up together. Because we are never finished defining our lives, and it takes a village, so let's build one. Stay tuned for the episode. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in this week and tis the holiday season. I hope that your week is going well, that you have been implementing the practice of using more positive verbiage in your life and that you have been feeling more empowered. I would love to hear some ways that you have been rephrasing language in order to activate and encourage yourself. So please do not hesitate to share. For me, something I have been telling myself is, you are more than capable. In the past, I would speak from a place of, I hope that I am. Whereas now I am consciously speaking from a place of, I know that I am. I want you to trust yourself and know that you are as well. Now, last week was the start of what I'll be referring to as my power trip. And today I'm going to make a quick stop to talk about something that I believe is equally as powerful as activating, and that is the power of rest. When you think about rest, what comes to mind? Merriam-Webster Dictionary lists rest specifically as a bodily state characterized by minimal function and metabolic activities. Of course, we know all about that, right? Whether it's sleep, minimal motion, or inactivity in general, that's what most people consider the standard of rest. But have you ever had someone say to you, girl, you look like you need some rest. What state were you in during that time? Were you overworked, juggling too many things at the same time, emotionally drained or spiritually depleted, or just plain old done? And once you found yourself feeling completely spent, chances are simply taking a nap or minimizing your activities for a weekend in order to recover just didn't get the job done. When we stay on go until we reach our breaking point, depletion goes well beyond the surface, penetrating our deepest levels and taking us to the point of deficiency. And once we become deficient, it is much harder to rebound where you may have originally been able to recover in a short period of time had you been able to care for yourself. It may take you weeks or even months just to get back to neutral. Many of us have or are currently operating from a place of chronic rest deficiency. It's the normal, and it's a cycle that we may talk about breaking, but never take active steps to break because we aren't still enough to sit with ourselves and craft a plan. And sometimes we are afraid that we will miss out on something, whatever it is, if we choose to take a pause. To rest or not to rest? That is the question. Essentially, there are only two ways to handle this dilemma. Are you going to be proactive or are you going to be reactive? Recently, an old colleague of mine posted on her LinkedIn page that she'd just taken an unpaid eight-week sabbatical. She was burned all the way out and needed to do something drastic. 
That might sound extreme or impossible even to some, but when you reach your breaking point, you do what you have to do. Years of throwing ourselves into work or raising a family, being the go-to person and powering through in tough times without ever considering how we are truly managing can cause us to become deficient. And once we've designed our life in a way that does not celebrate balance, we don't know how to implement it and have trouble identifying the issue of burnout once it starts to peek its head into our lives. So we end up with our car broken down on the expressway, waiting for AAA because we didn't make time for a tune-up. Being reactive also takes a lot more healing because when we neglect rest, we often neglect so much more than that. We may be juggling many things and feeling like we are getting them done effectively, when in reality, several areas in our lives are probably suffering because we simply cannot give 100% in all areas when we are stretched thin. So what are the areas that are suffering in your life? And are you truly willing to sacrifice in those areas? I spent many years thinking that, you know, I would be okay with sacrificing certain things. For one, we as women often put ourselves at the bottom of our own list, thinking it will be okay, that it's worth it, just keep going, but it's not. Because whether it looks like it or not, you are not the only one suffering when you allow yourself to become depleted. And coming to that realization encouraged me to want to change. Now, there will inevitably be periods in our lives when we won't have the balance that we need or desire. Life is going to do its thing and we have to just do our best to stay in the boat. So let's not create unbalance in our lives when it's not necessary and when we actually have the ability to make some adjustments. This way, when those more challenging seasons come, we are the best versions of ourselves that we can be at the time and God willing, we'll be able to recover a bit easier because we won't be starting from an empty tank. So with that in mind, let's turn the discussion toward what rest offers us and why we should make being proactive in this area a priority. Well, first rest is productive. Okay. By slowing down, clearing your mind and being still, we make space for clearer thoughts, vision, and the ability to be creative in ways we either didn't know were possible for us or hadn't had the time to entertain in a while. Once in the practice of incorporating rest, you may begin to see that your ideas will flow more freely because you have created space and opportunity for free thinking, not tied to a task or responsibility. It allows us to rejuvenate. To rejuvenate is to give new energy or vigor to something. When we are tired, we lack that energy and vigor to keep going. Yet we keep pushing, looking for those optimum results. Do you find your output to be high yielding when you are running on E with no energy? Why then are we compelled to keep pushing when the output is less than the excellence that we may be striving for? Rest also allows us to recover, mentally as well as physically. Our bodies and minds both experience fatigue and wear and tear. We have to rest them in order to recover and prevent accelerated breakdown. 
So what are some tools we can use to help incorporate more rest in our lives? Time management. Time is finite and we often feel like there is never enough. So in order to combat that, let's manage how we are spending our time. We all have a schedule of some sort for meetings, appointments, etc. So why aren't we scheduling periods of rest? We need to make space for meaningful pauses. And by scheduling periods of rest, you are treating it as something that cannot be missed. Look for gaps in your schedule that may not look like you can do much with them and start there. And then see what things can be removed from your calendar altogether. What is something that could be taken off of your plate with the least amount of impact? And how can you refine your schedule so that the amount of time you set aside for certain things is actually realistic and achievable for you? I have often struggled with this in my own life, mismanaging time and then hastily trying to get things completed when after all these years, I should really know my limitations as it relates to time. I move slowly, okay, that's it. And trying to hurry up and get something done in the amount of time that I have decided in my mind should be reasonable versus how long it will actually take me is simply me setting myself up for a situation that isn't great. So know your limitations. Oftentimes we think of limitations as negative, but limitations are like preset internal boundaries Our body set them for us versus say like the boundaries we set with other people. For instance, you might say, you know, I don't take calls after 10 p.m. Where your body might be saying, it's really hard to focus after 10 p.m. So I'm going to go ahead and shut it down. Okay, because your body will shut down on its own. So are you going to swim with or against that current? We all go through times when we need to stretch beyond our limitations on some level. But what I will say is that your life should not feel like a never ending sprint. Every day should not be a mad dash from start to finish. So let's honor our limitations while setting boundaries for our time and scheduling rest. Next, let's put some new processes in place. Make a list of some areas in your life where you could stand to tighten things up. Think about areas where you may be a little inefficient and figure out how to improve. Perhaps you can adjust your weekly cleaning cadence, or maybe you have a child that is old enough to make dinner from time to time. Here you have the opportunity to incorporate some rest during the time they are taking over dinner duty while reinforcing a necessary life skill for them. Two birds, one stone. And ask yourself, what is a one new process that I can implement that will allow me to be more productive and carve out space for rest? Finally, make a list of some gentle pastimes that you turn to for rest, big or small. Remember, rest isn't only sleep. How many times have you gotten a full night's sleep only to awaken feeling just as tired and depleted as before? We must treat resting as a practice and explore the various things that we enjoy doing that make us feel rested. A few restful practices from my arsenal include crocheting. It allows me to turn my brain activity way down. 
I have to focus my mind on counting stitches and there isn't room for anything else to penetrate that thought pattern. Writing, it's a brain dump, a pause and a time to spend with just my own thoughts. Taking baths, I love to soak. Scents and the soothing element of water bring me to a state of calm. While they are always effective, I do prefer taking them when no one is home or the kids are asleep as to minimize the chances of my Zen state being broken once I open that bathroom door. And y'all already know about my cup of tea. Peace, calm, and joy. So by having a list of practices and utilizing scheduling, which I plan to start doing from here on out, my restful rituals will stay top of mind as a priority and something to look forward to. So tell me, what's on your list? Now, before I close out, I want to share a quote the internet provided me from an unknown author. It really captures what I believe, and I hope that it speaks to you. To do your best, you need to rest. That's it. That's the quote. It's very much giving me preschool nap time encouragement vibes, but it certainly speaks to me as a fully grown adult. So let's get back to the basics. I would love to hear your thoughts on the subject of rest. Send me a note, a DM, or leave a comment on IG so that we can keep the conversation going. And if what you've been hearing here is beneficial to you, please remember to review, subscribe, and share the podcast with a friend. I can't wait to chat again next week. Take care until then. 